Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast, episode 99. Would you believe we are creeping ever closer to the big centurion? Uh, I'm your host today, Geminator, is with me as always. Pressing the buttons is the Ash Cohen 09. Ash, how are you feeling? How's Division 2 so far? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, we'll get on to it shortly, but yeah, no, I'm doing well, thank you. Fantastic. Uh, we're, we've got one of the um, the big five uh, animals on safari with us today as well. Rhino making his return to the podcast. Hello. How are you doing, mate? Hi, everybody. I'm good, thanks. But I was told it was number 100. No, oh, we wouldn't have you oh, on for oh, the man. What special guest for that one? Good to see you. Uh, we've got the Black Country Big Mac himself, Josh Burden, Burger Boy, recently crowned Division 1 champion. Boring. How are you doing, mate? What are we talking? <laughs> yeah, I'm good uh, from all the way up, up here. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, nice yeah. to be back on. Yeah, good to have you, mate, again. Thanks for dropping in. And normally we'd leave it there, but today we have got a podcast first. We've got five of us on. Got a little bit of a panel going on today, making his podcast debut um, at a time that normally we would never see him, is uh, is Diadex on before 10 o'clock. How you doing, mate? Yeah, great, thanks. This is uh, all new territory for me. I thought I'd actually... Uh get on board while i actually can yeah i feel like you're one of those those mammals that only comes out at night you yeah know, like used to be or something used to be now it's like i get a bit early i can yeah. get on early you're doing a whiz fox now you're coming on playing yeah, game at 5 a.m yeah cool yeah but not be that old <laughs> <laughs> right boys we've got so much to get through so we're going to crack on um as we said it's episode 99 um again big thanks for coming on we're going to start with a rundown of transfer deadline day a bit a little bit of a recap on that um we're then going to head into division three then two then one we'll sprinkle some listeners questions in there and also just talk a little bit about the preview for next season in terms of where we see it going obviously some of the movers and shakers in terms of divisions uh, mdps things like that so without further ado Obviously, we've uh, we're still um, the dust is still settling on on what was a massive transfer deadline day, absolutely huge, no shitters, which is fantastic. Um, so many players to get through. I think um, it looks like there was like there was fifty six auctions, uh, um, you know, something like two billion five hundred million spent. It's just it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Um, so many different players that, that went off, some huge sales, some not so big sales, some great bargains. Um, we're going to go through and have a look at some of the players that did uh, did get sold and what impact they had on, on, on certain people's teams. So, um, Berger, as, as the newly crowned Div 1 champion, we'll start with you. Uh, uh, what was your transfer deadline, di- uh, deadline, deadline day like? That's a bit of a tongue twister. Um, and how has it impacted the NT season? Um, it was okay. Um, the cherry on the top would have been the Bellingham one, uh, which mm. Joe bid. Um, if but some maybe's, you know, I should have put more money on it and I'd have won it, the player that I actually bid on. Um, he's not really changed much. I've got Dybala in, he's just slotted in. I mm. will probably have to change my formation next season to fit him in. Uh, but from what I've seen of him, very good. Um, and uh, trying to with all the amount of players that are coming in, the amount of offers and trades that will be going on behind the scenes for everybody, I think there'll be mm. quite a lot a lot of talk, even probably some right now. Oh, 100%. I know, I know I'm involved with some myself as well. Um, Ash, I mean, you brought in a couple of players, I can see at least, if not a few more. I know you've got Theo Hernandez yeah. late on for a, a decent chunk yeah. and a quite a good little little um, deal there with uh, Gerard Moreno as well. 
Yes, yeah, twelve million. Uh, I think 12 it was. Mil, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I bought in four players: um, Moreno, Brandt, Hernandez, and Cunha. Um, all would would it be fair to say you did like a Harry Redknapp QPR attempt to try to stay up, and it, it failed? <laughs> uh, a little bit, perhaps. Um, <laughs> you know, they were all positions that I needed to address. I mean, one would argue Moreno. I didn't really need to address. I mean, I had Jonathan David there, but um, you know. He, he so 12 up. million yeah you know. 12 million is worth having and Cunha had slotted in on the wing for, I put him through the wing uh, on the right wing mm. um, he's been really good for me um, so I've been happy with the players I brought in obviously we'll, we'll come to it shortly it wasn't enough to keep me up um, yeah. but yeah um, it is nice to get some decent players in this window despite the mm. uh, the early uh, the early um, fine fine yeah early in the yeah. day Tonali, Tonali, I went for in the morning yeah. and um, yeah, I was doing it on my phone. I don't know how you boys do it on phones. Don't leave it to the last minute, I guess, is uh, <laughs> the, the way yeah, forward. But yeah, productive, productive going back to deadline day. Good. And and Dio, obviously, again, I, you, you brought in Patrick Schick. And obviously, I, I, I'm the admin for, for Div 3. I know he scored quite a few goals for you in the running as well. You seem to, uh, sorry, yeah, you seem to be doing quite well. Yeah, I just sort of um, took a punt, to be honest, because it was, I think it was getting to the end of the day. I unexpectedly had some fun, so I thought, what the hell, I'll just dive in, and I probably could have got him cheaper, because I think I was literally the only other bidder. But yeah, he's uh, just one of those higher-rated players that just looks at the goal and uh, puts the ball in the back of the net. We can't complain at all. No, and obviously, and the, I, I guess you're, you're sort of set up in a nice position that because, of course, there's no there's no cut now, as well. You know, you, yeah, you, you're going to get that 10 million per per match day, obviously, towards the end of the season, um, and and you've not gone crazy with bringing in and burdening yourself with a lot of wages as well. Yeah, because I think I got a massive 13 mil wage bill, but you know mm. that'll probably adjust when we get the new season. But you know, I'd just see how I could compete with the people that spent big bucks on big players. That'll mm. be the. Uh, telling thing next season well we'll come to that in a minute because that's one of the questions that we we uh, we had sent in so we'll, we'll address that um after rhino's had his say on on his transfer deadline day so rhino how did you find it um it was a good day as usual um hmm. i was a bit disappointed with my participation there was a couple of guys that i wanted that i didn't get um one player i wanted i, I bought nabry which was great but uh, yeah. that meant out that i missed uh, missed out on Saka, who was um, mm. the next auction out, and I didn't have enough money. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, no, good day. Got Pedri right at the end, which was brilliant because he's he's, mm. he's amazing. But um, it was a good day, but quieter than some. Yeah, again, and for myself, obviously, again, it was um, it was great. You know, Bruno Fernandez, um, David Alaba, Jules Kunde, the first auction of the day, Lorenzo Pellegrini brought in some big hitters. Um, Obviously, the, the 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 real you know sad times was of course missing out on on Gabriel Jesus, um you know with a, with a late bid that was and it was a mystery as well so that was an absolute killer, um but we 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 move on and I'm sure uh, Plunkett if he's listening, um should uh, should give me his address and I'll go around and do whatever it takes to get him in the team next season. Um we will see. I've got um, that for you, Jam. I'll get his address for you, mate. Oh, cheers, mate. Thank you for. I, I know I could count on you for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, a, a very a very very good transfer deadline day. Hats off to the transfer admins. Hats off to Marcus for what is always an enjoyable day. Um, and yeah, I think again, it's it's always a day everyone looks forward to, isn't it? And it's what really sets us apart, I think, in terms of offering the the league setup we can offer. 
I think, you know, especially the lads that have been floating around asking for teams for next season, you know, they'd have seen the buzz, they'd have seen, you know, the shout box and, and things, um, you know, popping off on that day. So it's it's all good. It's all good to look forward to, to next season as well. Um, but boys, before, before we move on to start talking about the divisions and, and where they stand, uh, we, we addressed it a second ago, Al mentioned in terms of the teams now being laden with, you know, huge superstars. One of the questions that came in um, was, as the higher rated players come into the league, have you had to change your style of play and formation to accommodate them? Or do you always play the same way? I, I would also make that two-part question. Um, I would also say, have you changed your formation and the way you play to also accommodate playing against them? Not just integrating them into your team, but but the other side of it as well. Um, we'll we'll pick two people to answer this because I'm conscious. Obviously, we've got a, a bit of a panel today, um, so I'm going to not pick you, Berger, because you always have quite a good team. Um, I'll pick you first, Rhino, um, if that's okay. Uh, so, what, what would you say to that question? So, I um, did change things around uh, mm-hmm. with my new players. Um, had quite a few friendlies to play, and it didn't really work out for me. So, my uh, advice would be to people do not do that mm-hmm. keep stick with your own plan and put the best best players in there mm-hmm. uh, I, I certainly don't change the way i play because my opponent has got a star player i don't even mm-hmm. think about that to be fair okay that's interesting um what about yourself ash so obviously again you, you know you've come up against uh, for example when when we played obviously not not too long ago mm-hmm. um you know I, I i had my my players in i think the first game we we played mm-hmm. um I think I played all the big hitters that I brought in and you absolutely tanked me. I went off mic. The second game, I, I went back to my, 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 my original squad and just binned them all off. I think Bruno Fernandes was the only one who got a look in um, and I, I won the second. So, um, again, for, for me anyway, I know um, playing against you, I felt better using the players I was more familiar with and, you know, not to go all satie about it and, you know, say they've got chemistry, they've had time to get to know each other and go for a few pints and all that sort of stuff. Um, but at the same time, how did you find that playing against me, for example? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't really think about it. Um, you know, I have my formation. I play 4-3-3. That's what I've played for a number of years. And, you know, I, I sort of gone. I went into the transfer market looking at the players and go, right, what do I need? What's their biggest strengths? Um, you know, yeah. I very much will try and find the players um, that fit my formation rather than the names. Um, you know, I mean, a few players. But so you, Kai... you, must did, you did an Arsenal, basically, <laughs> in real life. You know. Rather than a Chelsea. <laughs> um, you know, like a Tonali, I went for him early in the day. He needed someone in that sort of CDM, you know, centre midfield slot. Thought he'd fit him really, yeah. really well. Didn't happen. Um, but, you know, he wouldn't have been a... He wouldn't. If I was going off names, then he wouldn't have been in my team. Um, so, no, I mean, my stance has always just been to, you know, find the players to fit your formation don't do it the other way around I mean some people perhaps probably do Um, but you know in terms of myself it's not something I would do and in terms of the opposition no I don't change things just because of who I'm playing Um, whether that's just you know uh, players they've got in their squad or the player itself you know I mean I could if if I was being really tactical and strategic about it I could say right um, you know I'm playing Riverman this season well River's not a good example because he beat me but you know I'll go right I'm going to go attacking formation against River mm. because I know I'm going to win and then if yeah. I'm playing Berger in the next game I'm going to go right I'm going to go part the bus formation five at the back because I know he's going to be bombarding one way whole game um, for me, it's just playing the same formation every game, and um, I will always try and find the players to fit my formation rather than the other way. 
Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I guess probably a, probably a wise decision. Although you did get relegated, so you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, didn't work, of... it didn't work too well this season, <laughs> but uh, yeah, next season. I, I, I do I do think you are right though, and obviously that fits in with with what Rhino said there as well. I think that's that's probably the way to go, um, which is definitely where I tripped up myself. I was very much blinded by the stardom, I think, and thought, all oh, right, I want that player, I want that player, and and obviously it's ended up um, costing me in the running, which we'll get onto later on. Um, before we move on from the transfer deadline chat, uh, the second question uh, of, of three from this particular person that came in um, was, what was the best bargain on transfer deadline day? Now, I think we've all got time to answer this because it shouldn't be as big a question. Um, Ash, do you want to do you want to go first? Who do you think was the biggest bargain? Yeah, on so day? the two, oh, I had two. Of course, there's context, this. isn't there as well? Um, you know, there's you context know, and around, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the point of the midfield, which for me was a priority position. And that was Frank Kessie for 10 million. Mm. Um, yeah. to Buncey and Rodrigo de Paul for 10, uh, 10 million to Payne Wales. Um, mm. You know, not breaking the bank compared to other uh, other bids and uh, players going for big money mm. on deadline day. So both very astute, I think. Um, and for me, they are the two standouts in terms of bargains. Cool. Uh, Dio, who was your standouts in terms of bargains for deadline day? Um, I'll be honest, I don't really know. I haven't had time to study the um, <laughs> the the sales and whatnot that went on during the day. Okay. So no the only one I actually, only one I know is the one I bought. So I'm afraid <laughs> I can't contribute. That's, that's fine. Don't worry, Burger. What about yourself? Um, Luis Diaz for about mm. 17 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, mystery though. Mystery, it was a mystery, but yeah. you know, that's what you I mean, get. I think all the other mysteries had 14 million when he came out and he was the yeah. only one with 17. So he definitely won the lottery with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Rhino, what do you think? Rhino. <sighs> Rhino. Paging Dr. Rhino. I'm here. I'm here. What are you oh, talking about? <laughs> was that a technical problem for Ash? Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> hey, I was just um, about to say that Kessie and Diaz I had down as well. But mm. also, and I've not played with these two players, but Madison mm. for six million for Aaron and Grealish. Yeah, for eight million for Worm look like uh, stunning buys, but um, I've not played with them, so I don't know how good they are in the game. Yeah, I I, I had got Grealish down. Were, uh, Madison definitely. Madison was a, was a little bit fluky in the sense that I thought he was going to go way over and above that. Um, but yeah, hundred percent. I think um, Grealish is one, and the only one of the one I picked out, which was a, a big. Um, a big uh, sort of deficit in terms of what I thought he'd go for was uh, was Sterling, you know Raheem Sterling, pacey left winger, eighty-five rated, ten million to um, to, to Hilly. So again, for me, that's uh, that's a big one. And move a nice little segue there. Moving on to uh, to where Hilly resides in Division Three, Sterling could end up being the um, the one who changes it all and, and gets him the title. So. Um, we, we've just seen, obviously, thanks to, to Burger's quick admin skills, um, a bit of a, an introduction to some of the um, the results that have just come through for Trooper um, as he just catches up. He's got one game left to play, which is against Hilly. Um, Berger, you, you sort of called it. Um, if you want to just explain where, where we are at the top of that division uh, between uh, position one and position two. Yeah, um, level on points, uh, same goals scored, uh, same games won, drawn and lost, but... Uh, uh, trooper having conceded three less. I mean, it's insane, isn't it? It's, <laughs> that, that is that is mental. Yeah, for anyone, like I said, just to reinforce that, they have the exact same record, identical, 
apart from Trooper has conceded three goals less, which is just bizarre. Um, it must be said, Trooper obviously had a little bit of a, a sabbatical last week um, and, and, and just before. Um, he's come back with storm in form. He's won four games out of out of four, heading into the, 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 the title crunch with Hilly. Um, it is worth saying they're both up. That It doesn't matter now what happens. They're both promoted. Um, but this is obviously for bragging rights. This is for who's going up as champion. Um, Dio, you'll have played both this season. Um, where do you see the, 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 the crown going? Where should the helicopter be hovering? Over uh, Leeds or, or over Hampstead? It's a tricky one because I think I uh, split the points of both of them. Mm. So they're both uh, seriously tricky to play. But I think my money would have to be on Hilly <laughs> to actually take it. Whether he does a, a win and a draw or two wins, I don't know. But I, I would go Hilly. I mean, Troop has done incredible to be able to go up as well anyway. Oh, 100%. Would you say that Hilly, because he's got the better squad as well, would you say that's maybe in his favour? Um, well, playing the pair of them, probably Hilly is slightly better, but they do play differently. So it's it's difficult to really judge 100%. I mean, it's hard for me and Berger to, to sort of comment. Um, I mean, of course, Ash, you'll be playing these two next season. Um, <laughs> no, no, very true, very true. <laughs> who, who are you? Um, who are you most looking forward to playing next season? I'm sorry, it's going to happen all podcast. Anyone listening, this is going to happen all podcast. All no, right. I'm looking forward to playing both Trooper and Hilly. Hilly, I've had a couple of good games against in the past. Um, Trooper, I've not played too much of. Um, yeah, I mean, out of the two, I mean, it's just sort of you look at those last five games Trooper's played. You know, he's mm. won the last five, and it's also the goals he scored in them. You know, 7-0, 5-2, 4-0, 3-2, You know, so he's scoring plenty of goals. Obviously, Hilly, you know, is 1-3, lost two in those uh, last five. But he, I think Trooper... I mean, will... it's worth noting It's worth noting on that as well. I mean, just just quickly, because again, it's something I didn't realise. I mean, Trooper's running was very favourable, wasn't it? You know, he had, you know, apart from... Um, worm yes um you know I mean, who, who's yeah. not not the, too bad he's you know he's had nut hatch and brilly yeah, yeah. nut hatch worm and brilly and who's hilly had dio whiz fox and whiz who are both in the playoffs yeah you know so it's so it, you know the you, of course fable, you play but, each other all season but, but yeah you you can only beat what's in front of you um you know um i think yeah i mean i think going off form you'd have to look at trooper but we know mm. how hilly plays um and on his day, Hilly is probably the better out of the two. So mm. I just, uh, I think that goal difference as well at the moment is, is going to come into play. Yeah. Um, out of the, the potential playoff contendees, so Payne, Wiz, Dio, who's obviously on the uh, the show now, and Rhino, um, who are you most looking forward to playing next season? Um, if, <laughs> they can, if they can either step up <laughs> or get up. Well, um, well, do we do we think do we think Rhino will 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 manage to stay up? Can do we think he'll be able to beat Payne, Wiz, or Dio in that situation? Yes. Yeah, I think he, I think he will. Oh, it's not just saying that because he's on the podcast. Um, yeah, Dio's on the podcast. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, Dio. I mean, he's either going to be Dio or Rhino, isn't it? Um, you know, I think well would say that. Both of them, you would say that they're both on the podcast. <laughs> Whoever wins their game tonight is tonight, isn't it? They're playing afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, whoever wins out of that will ultimately either stay up in in Division Two if it's Rhino, or go up if it's uh, Dio. Um, I, either I mean, either I'm looking forward to any of them. I'm looking forward to. I've not played many, you know, 
I've not played hardly any of uh, you know these guys in the league, um, obviously. Um, so I look forward to it. I mean, but... right, a question for you, Ryan. I mean, again, how um, is it going to affect you at all? Of course, obviously, we know you're nursing an injury at the moment um are you gonna have to when dio beats you you're gonna have to throw your controller with the other hand or i mean how's that gonna work <laughs> first of all i've been dying to to jump in here right i've got to tell you that out of the four of us any of us could win this mm-hmm. um well, whiz fox tends to have a bit of an indian sign over you doesn't he whiz fox is a great yeah whiz pain dio myself we're all very very similar uh it could go either way for any of us um it's a shame you couldn't all get in a party and do it all in one night in the same part. Well, Payne's, Payne's, I don't know about, about that, mm. but uh, I'm just hoping WizFox can uh, can get on tonight or mm. tomorrow so that we can get it done and dusted by the weekend. But um, we'll have to see. But any any of us can win it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I see I, what I, you did there. <laughs> I've, got a big, I've got a big bag of Monster Munch ready when I play Al, so that he's <laughs> irritated by my uh, munching. Um, but yeah, nice. it could go either way. So uh, in terms of, obviously, so just look, at division three obviously you know you, you'll have played these guys of course all before um we say it every podcast obviously but any standout people in that division rhino for you any anybody worth talking about yeah in ga- terms ga- of their finishing position gasgrass has, has improved <clears throat> uh, i think quite a lot and he's, he's unlucky not maybe not to be in the playoffs mm. um he was the also <laughs> wasn't he really when you look at it, it yeah it, yeah he was ha- harry harry's down in ninth that surprises me Mm. Uh, but apart from that, not really. I think the the, the guys that got in the uh, playoffs are the ones that you expected. Troop has done better than I thought. Um, so he, he, yeah, no, he, he's done very well. But um, yeah, it's the, the the top five or six are very very similar in that division. And and I will I will say one more thing actually, that the bottom five six seven in in the division two, and mm. the top four or five in division three, nothing between any of them. I don't yeah, think you think when you've little. played them, you think it's very similar. I I think yeah, I yeah for sure. Um, mm. You know, I, I've I've um, yeah. No, I I would I would say that I've beaten yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's worth noting um, again. So uh, it's a typical wooden spoon patronising situation. I, I do apologise. I don't mean to come across like it. Um, obviously, Andy Brill, he's not going to finish bottom. He's he's actually had a. When you look at these points. I reckon if you look back, he, that, those amount of points will have done him quite well in previous seasons. I reckon he'll actually have done probably better than 11th position in, in previous seasons. Um, obviously, we've had Nutlatch come into the division this season. He's he's really struggled. He's won one game, drawn two, and, and lost the rest. Um, Berger, I mean, again, is it as easy as saying, you know, he deserves... I mean, a lot of people saying in a manager of the season chat, he, he deserves it. A lot of votes for Hilly as well, of course. Um, but um, where, where would your head be at? Is it... Is it is it sort of patronising, or, or are we saying actually, do you know what? No fair play. You know, it's it's bad enough at the best of times, FIFA. Let alone if you aren't not picking up wins. It's a bit of both for me. Um... Thanks. Cheers. Right, next person. Well, <laughs> 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 I was going to, but, but, but really, that's an excellent season. I mean, to get win five games um, without yeah, having is, any defaults. Really um, he's definitely a candidate for sure. Mm. Um, but. Um, would you do something in world football if someone kept someone up um, in the Premier League? You know, would you give that one? He's definitely an honourable mention, definitely um, for yeah. the seasons he's had, and to come come away with 19 points, almost a point a game, yeah. that ain't too bad. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, again, just uh, the, the one disappointment for me, uh, Ash, in this division is, is Soggy. Um, I, I thought, and I think we thought at the start of the season, he was going to do a lot better than, than seventh position. Yeah, I mean, well, we've discussed in the past, haven't we? I mean, it depends what Soggy likes to turn mm. up. Um, you know, he's got a mixture yeah, of favourite. The favourite podcast word of consistency. That's it. <laughs> he just shows. He shows none. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You know, nine wins, two draws, eleven losses, four goal difference. So he's uh, scored sixty-two, mm. conceded fifty-eight. So, yeah, yeah, no consistency at all. Uh, but he'll be better next season. Um, and don't forget, he's not been very active, has he, in terms of um, no. transfers or BFAs he's, this season? Yeah, his, his squad's not um, great. So, yeah, maybe, you know, next season he'll be a, um, a little bit more active and a bit stronger, strengthen his team a bit more. But, yeah, I think he'll be better next season. Okay, right, boys, we're going to move on. But in a word before we do, uh, I want two names. I want a manager of the season for Division 3, in your opinion, and I want who's going to go up as champion out of Trooper and Hilly. Ash, you first. Manager of the season and who's going to win the, the decider? Yeah, so Trooper's going to go up. Um, and... Uh, I'm I'm gonna go in Nuthatch as manager of the season. And a few people have said it in the forum about mm-hmm. you know being smashed every week, um, yep. and being and sticking with it because you know we've had new people join the leagues and quit mm. after yep. uh, you know a couple of weeks. So um, well done, Tim, for sticking on and um, um, you know yeah. Fair enough, Dio. Uh, Got to be Trooper for how he's finished for my uh, manager of the season in Division yep. Three. For sure, and um, but Hilly to go up as champion. Okay, okay, Rhino. Uh, I'm going with uh, Trooper to go up. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be very, very close, but he's he's got a habit of just nicking these games, mm-hmm. and I think he'll nick it. And um, I think Trooper will uh, should be manager of the season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's as simple as. as as what you guys have said I think it's a case of it sounds a bit of a cop out but whoever wins that game also gets my manager of the season whoever comes out with with, with four or, or six points etc or who finishes on top yeah, deserves it because they've, they've both had a stellar season and it's been tight don't be wrong you look at Payne you look at Wiz uh, even yourself Dio not far off um, but uh, for me yeah yeah, those two obviously have, have you can see the way they've gone at it with, with the identical record they've done, done really which, really well which one? which one? I've just said whoever wins, whoever wins. No, 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 no. Cop out. Don't let him get, don't <laughs> get away with that, Ash. Give us a name. Ash, I'm just joining Ash on the fence. Um, I, I think so. I think the person who wins, I think the person who wins is going to be Hilly. I think his squad will will mean that he will um will have the best of Trooper, and therefore I think Hilly will be uh, my vote for manager of the season in Division Three. I think go. that. Can I just say, Jan? I think mm. that the, the goal difference is massive in this. They they might you know three points each or two draws. Mm, I yeah. think the fact that Troopers ahead gives him a massive advantage, and I think that might just do it. But I would I would argue that Hilly would has a better chance of racking up a score with his players against Trooper than vice versa. But again, it's 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 easier to say that, isn't it? Um, we we will see. Right, boys, we're going to move on to Division Two. So um, again, Division Two is nicely uh, wrapped up in a, a neat little bow um, in terms of all the games have been played. Uh, we are obviously waiting for, of course, Rhino, your fate to be confirmed, and of course um, the uh, the Plunkett, Charlie, Morris, and uh, and Sean situation. I know that Sean did beat uh, Plunkett, so he's definitely staying in Division Two um, in terms of the playoffs. And I don't know if Morris and Charlie have played Burger. I've played at nine, I think today. I think tonight. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 
so again, for, for me, for what it's worth, just to say that quickly in case we don't get onto it, I think that Morris will win it. I think he'll beat Sean as well. I think he'll be the one in the Prem next season, but we'll come to that hopefully later on. Um, so boys, looking at the rundown of this one, again, we've got obviously, of course, Paul Lowe's is, is the champion. Um, again, we'll, we'll come to you in a minute, Rhino, and ask you about your opinion, obviously being the, the only one out of the five of us that's in Division 2 currently. Um, I say currently, obviously, Ash will be there next next season. Um, in terms of... Um, the uh, the rest obviously we've got the chasing pack all quite close you know in terms of the the playoff and then quite a significant drop off then to sixth um but again i think from as as you've obviously experienced right now from eighth down as you said earlier on it's pretty tight um you know uh, i think obviously the, the the big sort of thing for you which which ultimately ended things was uh your last fixtures against Sati, if if i'm not wrong yeah sorry about that somebody's ringing me um so yeah yeah, I, I had a, I thought I was having a good season, um, mm. and uh, I got um, three points against Paul Lowe's, three against Mark the Shark, going down the league there, uh, three against Plunkett, three against Joe, three against Big B. Uh, you know, uh, I was so it's very frustrating that I was I was reasonably okay until mm. Satie won his last sort of five or six in a row, mm. and um, yeah, found some form and. Uh, and ruin things for me, but I think there's very little between the uh, yeah the bottom bottom six for sure. Mm. I mean, would you think it's fair to say that you know 23 points? If I'd have offered 23 points at the start of the season for Division Two, would you have taken it? Uh, yeah, I would, absolutely, I would. Mm. Yeah. And I'd would have you have that said just been enough? I yeah. just about to say yeah. Would you have said that would have kept you up as well? To be fair, Jam, at the start of the season, if you said I would have finished in the playoff position, I'd have taken mm. that probably. Yeah. Um, so. But then, you know, through that throughout the season, I only dropped into that third bottom spot during my last, you know, after my last game. Mm. On the, mm. So I was I was outside that all the way. Um, so yeah, very very disappointing to. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean the the run, like you said, the run that Saiti put together was was pretty phenomenal. To be fair, you know, a draw against Charlinho, who's in the playoffs, uh, four points against Joe. Yeah, and obviously two wins against yourself. So, in all fairness to Sati, I know we, we do give him some stick sometimes, but he's deserved to be in that 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 mid-table slot really for that running that he put together at the right time of the season. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Dio, obviously you've not been in uh, you've been in Division Two not so long ago yourself. Obviously had quite a good spell there as well. Um, yeah. In terms of the uh, the the runners riders at the top of that division, so Paul and Mark especially. Um, did you see it ended up like that? I mean, you know, for the season, uh, you know, as a whole, they were pretty much neck and neck throughout. Um, how did you see it ending up? Would you have had it as Mark, uh, as Paul being the, the one that came out on top? I think so, yeah, because I've played Paul quite a few times in friendlies and he is just seems to be a different class. So I don't know, he should have been in Division 1, I would have thought. Um, <clears throat> I haven't played a lot of the others, really. Uh, obviously, play yeah. Mark the Shark quite regularly, so... but. Yeah, I think that's finished right with Paul at the top. Um, it probably could have been any of the um, next four being in second place, I would imagine, just from uh, well, historically think, playing them. Yeah, I think the, the problem, of course, with, with, with Mark, again, is the opposite of the Sati, isn't it? You know, he's had a poor run in at the end of the season, um, unfortunately for him, including a loss to yourself, of course, if I know there as well. Um, but, you know, losing both games to Morris just meant that, you know, he Paul was completely out of reach. No no matter what and ultimately if he'd have put the pressure on and got those six points Paul would have had to then do the same in his fixtures so it would have made it a bit more interesting um 
Ash, looking at uh, Division Two um, again, if, if providing that you know we we see, for example, a Morris or or, or a Sean stay up or a Charlinho, who are you looking forward to playing next season? Uh, the guys that are, that are going to be in there, because of course, again, we, we joke, but it is a relatively you know, it's been a little bit of a while since you've been down there. Yes, yeah, um, it'd be nice to play some new players. Absolutely, you know, um, Satie, I'm really looking forward to playing him. Raz, um, you know, Big B. Players in the past, I don't play too much of, but having had good games against, um, I mean, Paul Lowe's and Mark have gone up. I'll, I'm not going to miss them, um, especially looking at some of the top goal scorers in this division. Um, you know, two of Mark's goal, uh, Mark's scorers are 25 plus goals, and uh, Paul's are 35 goals. Um, but no, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, you know, Rhino, I'd like, I hope I'd like Rhino to stay up. I've, uh, we've always had some good games in TFI events. Um, we've not played in the leagues, um, so yeah, it's yeah. It, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to uh, playing different people. You know, as, as you just said, I think this is the second time I think I've been relegated uh, in um, into Division Two in the Fantasy League. Um, mm. So I'm, yeah, it's a new experience. I'm looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to it. But cool. in terms of names, I mean, yeah, Satie, Satie, Bry. I think. I think when, when we look at how close the division is as well, and, and Berger, I'll come to you on this one, you know, again, between 6th and 10th, you know, th- there's nothing in it. There's literally, you know, what, five points, I think it is, between 6th and 10th. Um, you know, if you said to someone like, for example, Rhino, I know he's in the podcast now, but if you said at the start of the season, you know, you have a chance of being relegated in the playoffs, but you're going to be, you know, five points outside the playoffs to go up, um, you know, you know, in terms of being in that sixth spot anyway. Um, it, it seemed incredibly harsh, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, in the Division 2 thread, I don't know whether you noticed, but at one stage, there was one point separating the five team, uh, and they all had to play pretty much each other in the final two games. So that's crazy in itself, the amount of like permutations that you had if someone won this one or someone uh, got six points from him and you know all that kind of stuff. So... Um, Burger, Burger, they all and, and everybody got three, you know, got one three points each or something yeah. like that. Apart yeah. from Satie, who who beat me twice, it's really difficult to beat somebody twice in this league. Mm, it, is. it is, and I think yeah, it's um, normally the points are shared, aren't they? And that's why I was so confident. But uh, yeah, fair play to him. That's why I go with the mantra of like, you must win one game and then you'd be safe because then if you win, you win eleven, you've got thirty three points. Um, straight away um, that's one of the things that I've always said and um, to get those three points but yeah it, it was a very tight situation with two games to go when there was only one point separating five teams it was <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> I mean um, you know sort of just one point as well I mean Ryan I don't know if you played against him in time or not you, you probably will have done when he had him Um I think, um, I think it was L who just mentioned it then, or, or Ash, I do apologise. 60 goals between Mark the Shark strikers, Ossiemen and, and, uh, and Broya. Um, Ossiemen got 25 goals. I think he only came into the leagues about two match days ago. Um, he, he's absolutely a bit of a weapon, isn't he, that, that player? I, I played, I think we played the night or the night after the, um, yeah, after the, uh, the auctions. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Ossiemen played, but, um, I've got Rashford, so uh, you know nothing, to, <laughs> nothing, nothing to be scared about there. My, I've got a, you know very decent forward line. 
I mean, look, it's it's, it's a very it's it's an interesting division. Obviously, we still are obviously, of course, awaiting the outcome at both ends of the table of the playoffs. Um, but of course, we we do have it confirmed that of course Mark and and, and Paul are going up, and Joby and Tunnels are going down. Um, Dio, in terms of um, the, the guys going down, Joby and Tunners, looking at the season as a representative, they are the ones that look like they got cut adrift a little bit. Do we think that's a, a fair assessment that, that they probably... It's similar to, I guess, with Mark and Paul. You know, you, you just said about, you know, that they're, they're, they're not Division 2 quality. They're almost like Division 1.5. Would it be fair to say Tunners, for example, you know, maybe he's Division 2.5, you know, like he's sort of maybe deserves to be in that, that upper echelons of third division or, or lower of, of second? Yeah, I think so, because yeah. Nick Tunners has come up before and just bounced straight back down again. Uh, uh, maybe his style of play doesn't quite suit Division 2, because mm-hmm. it is just like run, 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 run. And um, by, uh, um, yeah, it doesn't look like he could defend very well, judging by his goals against. And uh, Joby, I'm quite surprised about, because I know I've played him a few times last season. He was fairly decent, but he's obviously either probably not playing the game enough to get used to it. Mm. So he's... um. I'm surprised he's actually uh, signed up for next season because he did seem a little bit like I've had enough of this shit. <laughs> I'm not coming oh, it's, back. But it's, it's the book. It is. It's a team building. If it weren't for the team building, there'd be literally no point in playing this thing. Yeah, 100%. I, I would agree with that. Um, so we're going to pretty much leave Division to there but before we do um again i just want a little bit of an answer off everybody again so we know we've got it confirmed at the top of course um but in terms of the relegation playoff or who's going to be in division two next season out of those guys again rhino do you think you're going to be confident to stay up and also of course sorry and who is also going to be manager of the season uh, as well um I hope to stay up. Uh, I think it's a similar task that I had last year, which I which I, I did. I, I made it, but um, but I think it's going to be very very tough. Um, player of the season, I think uh, there's no obvious. You know, Paul Paul's done brilliantly, but you know he's a he's maybe a prem player anyway. Uh, I, I'd give it to Sati because I think uh, he, he he did what was necessary uh, right at the end of the season, and uh, he's finished seventh. So fair play to him. Okay, Dio, what do you think? Do you think you'll be able to get up to Division 2 in the playoffs? And, and who's your manager of the season? Well, again, there are three players I potentially have to play while I'm playing Rhino. And we always have two and throw games, so I'll either I'll play shit and it'll be amazing and vice versa. So whatever happens on the day. And obviously, Wiz, I always struggle to play against. So if he beats Payne and I get to play Wiz, that would be an absolute nightmare situation. Mm. So I uh, uh, don't know what to say on that one. And um, player of the season for me has probably got to be Raz in Division 2 because he's got just a poor team, technically a poor team on paper. But, you know, look, at he's got a minus two goal difference, scored 56, only let in 58. That's ridiculous for his team. And he he just sticks to his guns. He he doesn't go for the big willy-waving players. He just Mm -hmm. does what he does. He seems to do it quite successfully. Yeah, fair. Ash, what do you think? Um... Yep, so in terms of staying up, uh, well, in terms of who says up, it'll be whoever, well, whoever wins out of Rhino and Dio. I said that earlier. Um, my manager of the season is Satie. Um, you know, he's stayed up in that division at one point early in the season. We thought maybe he would go down, but he has picked up those, you know, those good results in his last five to get himself away from those, uh, you know, bottom spots. Um, so Satie, for me, is my manager of the season in that division. And Berger, what about yourself? 
Um, ditto. Safety, managers of the season, for all things that have been mentioned. And I'll probably go with Rhino to stay up uh, for the uh, relegation playoff. Okay. I mean, for me, I, again, I think um, very, very similar. But again, I would probably go, like Ash said, either Rhino or Dio. Um, whoever's going to win that game, I think probably just about going to edge it. But it's going to be incredibly tight. And I would say that for me, I can't really look past Paul Lowe's, unfortunately. Again, the run he had at the end of the season to secure the title... Um, the goal difference of 54, uh, you know, one more game than anybody. So, yeah, a bit of an easy open goal there. But for me, he, he's the, the the winner for me of, uh, of manager of the season. Um, right, boys, before we move on to Division 1, I'm just going to throw in another little listener's question for you guys. A bit of an interesting one and ties in with, of course, the uh, the abundance of higher-rated players that are now in the division. Um, what do we think the MDP should be for next season? So, match day payment at the moment um, is, of course, £10 million. Um, we've got some incredibly high wages, myself and Berger, for example, included. Um, and Rhino, you're probably not far behind. Um, what do we think? I mean, again, we'll, we'll start with you, Ash. Um, what, what do we think the MDP should be looking looking ahead to the next season? Um, see, I had written down sort of between 16 and 20 million. Um, Ooh, okay. I mean, what we've got 85s. He said that there's going to be some, you know, nice surprise. We'll see the 86, 87s. Um, I mean, let's just what's the way? Let's let's say we start getting the 87s in, 86 and 87s. Mm-hmm. What wages are they? Three million, four million? Um, no, more, 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 more. Oh more, yeah, more, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 87. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. 87 is eight million. So yeah. I mean, even is is that is that enough? I don't know. Um, you know, we're on 10 million now. Will he will he increase it dramatically for the last season? Bear in mind that is the last season before a full reset. Um, you know, maybe you go higher. I don't know. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, it's difficult to judge. Um, it's a fine balance to try and strike, isn't it? Yeah, between yeah, you know. Keeping people interested in, in transfers and activity, etc. Yes, yeah. But And obviously then also sort of trying to push people towards doing events. Yeah. But at the and same time, flooding, of course. I'm not flooding yeah, the, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the money in the league. Um, it's, it's a tough one. So you, you think sort of the upper end of the teens. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Burger, I imagine you'll go slightly lower. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you look on the um the the, the sheet, the average wage for Division One is twenty four, Division Two is twenty two, and Division Three is sixteen. Um, so if you've got to consider the BFAs that will be coming into the leagues, they're going to be over eighty three, eighty four. So that's an extra four three million per player. Yeah. Um, it, to me, like I've always said, there's, there's one or two options that Marcus he puts the wages a hell of a light, really high and do a cut, or he keeps it the way it is because there's a load of money in the league now, uh, and put it up to around 18 something like that. So we're still paying around six million on average mm. uh, to the banker. So because I think Marcus, if you looked at all the BFAs before the transfer deadline day, there were there were some pretty much dead and buried BFAs. People weren't. Yeah. The players didn't really have an effect on your team, and they're not. They weren't worth the wages, were they? And as soon as Marcus dropped that bomb, it was a different ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, having like uh, ten million per game, and obviously no wages to pay the final two match days. So, I, I would, I think he'd want to have a really fun season to get rid of all the dross of the game. So. I hope he doesn't cut it. He puts the wages to the 
between 15 and 18 mark, possibly. And then that way, one, BFAs will still be relevant as it's the final season, I'm assuming, before the new game. So yep. let's go out with a bang and get some really good players in. Uh, and then people won't be afraid to spend the money like they weren't at Transfer Deadline Day. Okay. Uh, Dio, what, what do you think? I assume oh, your wages are relatively lower. Yeah, mine are 13, so I'd be happy yeah. if you just have it to 15. But to be fair, I think that 20 has got to be about right because then I'll pre dabble into the market a little bit more. Because mm. even though I'm my times have changed, I can't get onto events like I used to. Yes. So I'll be relying yep. on not overspending on wages so I can get income that way. Mm-hmm. So I think probably 20 ish has got to be about right for this upcoming season. Because like I've looked at some of the wages, like Aaron on 33 million, it's like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. You know, even if it's 20, he's paying 13 every game. And has he got the funds to cover that? I have no idea. Well, he won't at the moment. Obviously, he skinted himself at deadline day, I believe. So he'll definitely have to move people on. But that's the whole point, isn't it, as well? You know, moving on to yourself, I know that's that's the whole point of the game, isn't it, is spreading the wealth. It's easy enough to say someone like myself or Berger or or, or even you can, can go and buy, you know, three or four players on deadline day for exorbitant fees. But also, it's going to come back and bite you in the arse when you've not got any money for wages next season. Um, especially if we have a quick turnaround, you're going to have to spread spread that player load around. You know, you've got Harry sat there on, you know, well over 110 million. Um, he's going to want to come out and spend some of that money and, and can take those players away. I think uh, Mark has done a very, very good job in making sure that the the players who don't normally have good teams or good, sorry, the, the managers that don't normally have good players or normally have a lot of money I've got some really good players to play with and I think that's great that the way he's done that mm. um, I, I agree mostly with what Berger's just said um, it's a very difficult balancing act we want this to be a fun season um, the last last season was for much of it people not not doing anything because you know because they didn't want to they were worried too much too worried about wages so we want people to swap players around we want people to 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 buy for the BFA as for the BFA. So let's, you know, I, I, in my head was 20 or above. Uh, I certainly don't think less than 20 because as, as, as somebody just said, I mean, Joe's on 35 and a half. Mm. Morris 34, you know, there's, there's, yeah, you, the top 20 managers are all above that 20 mark. Yeah. Um, yeah so it's sure. gotta be 20. It's gotta be 20, I think, but let's, let's have some fun with it. And I hope Marcus, um, he likes to be tough now and again, so I hope he's not too tough. I hope he lets, um, you know, lets people carry on and have a bit of fun for the last season. Hmm. I mean, yeah, for me, I, I would, for, for what it's worth, I'd say 20. I think 20 is fair. <clears throat> 20, will, you know, again, it boosts people like yourself, um, Dio, like you've talked about, in terms of those who can't quite get on for uh, for events, especially the late night ones or, or, or different time ones. Um, and you can obviously push on and, 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 you know, sort of get the revenue in from, from you, you, you know, your every match day, every six days. Um, it, it's not quite, it's not a coincidence as well. I think um, this is a sweeping generalisation and a stereotype, but I think it's quite an accurate one that a lot of the Division 3 managers aren't as active. Um, that's true you know, that's across the site true. and i think that's very very much reflected in in the um in the the player power in the sense that you look at someone like Berger has a great squad you pretty much attend every single event i think that's fair to say um Aaron does every Friday night event. He has a good squad. Joe runs all the events, therefore, you know, most events, therefore, has a good squad. But, you know, it's not rocket science to see why this happens. Um, 
you know, the likes of Gazgrass, Soggy, etc., that can't get on for these events, therefore do suffer. But it's 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 not unfair at the end of the day. This is this is a fair no. system. Jam, they've got some great players. The players you just mentioned have got some great players to play with. So they've got no, they've got no complaints. And I think, like I said, Marcus has done well with that. One thing I just want to say, if you make it 20, it needs to be an even number for the transfer admins, doesn't it? You know, the people we've got in charge of doing the, the transfers or the match. No, the match day payments is you guys, isn't it? Uh, no, do. so again, so well, yeah. used to, yeah, but again, it actually makes it quite easy for us now because it, it automatically calculates it, so it's not too bad. Um, uh, okay. But um, until you found it, Jam. Yeah, until you I, found I, it. I, was, I was doing it all manually until I realised <laughs> it actually did all it did it for you on the sheet. I had my fucking abacus out. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but uh, but yeah, right. Anyways, we, we are going to be pushing time, so let's move on. We'll go to Division One. Uh, a bit of an interesting run in to the end of Division 1. Um, again, unfortunately, I couldn't quite secure second place myself, uh, just being pipped on goal difference by Suited after a poor result against Topcat. Um, Berger, you have wrapped up the title well and truly again. So, you know, is that third in a row, that one? Second. Second uh, in a it's row. My first, it's my first back-to-back league title. Hmm. Okay, cool. Right. No, no one cares. Um, anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> um, no, they do. You've done well, mate. So well, well done. It's not easy. I think it'd be fair to say. I think if we come to you straight away, you've not had it all your own way this season. Oh, it's, say it's been tighter. It's been tighter this season, I think, than some. Yeah, there's a lot of games that came down to the last ten minutes, and I probably had the reason why I won the league is because I, prob- I mean, I think Ash in the league games against Ash. I was 6-3 down with 10 minutes left and I beat him 7-6. Things like that, that, that's a three-point swing right there. Um, I think I got a last-minute goal against Top Cat and someone else. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's fine margins. uh, But, yeah, I'm happy. Um, My target was to retain the title and I've done it. So, And it was a harder season because the squads are a lot more even now compared to what it was last year where I had the wage free season, the squad I had, it was a gimme um, kind of thing. And I had to turn up and win the games. But uh, this season has been much tougher. Um, a lot of games, I mean, generally, the goal difference, if you're looking, I would have had a lot more higher goal difference but because it's been so tight. Um, yeah, um, it's a bit lower than I would have thought. But, uh yeah. Good season, eh? <laughs> yeah, no, you've, not, you've not done that, well, mate, so well, uh, well done. Um, Ash, obviously, the, you know, the, the, the difference, obviously, of course, can be said for yourself, as we've mentioned at length already in this podcast. We won't dull on it too much more, we will. Um, you, you're uh, Obviously, you, you find yourself in 11th place, yeah. uh, being propped up by Six Point Riverman. Yeah. Um, how how your season for us in a bit of a snapshot? What, what's um, started off well, had a really, really dull mid-season about 10 games just couldn't get going at all this is when they changed the fifa style mm. and they updated it it all went to pot um and they managed to pick up a couple of results towards the end but ultimately wasn't enough i lost to riverman so i deserved to go down in that element um yeah no it's just it's not been a good season um i mean uh, it's just those games i mean burgers just hit he just said there i was 6-3 up with like 15 minutes to go and he won 7-6 and that just sums up my season you know mm. even if I'd taken the point that game um, I, I would have I would have survived or I would have got into the playoffs yeah. anyway um, you know and mm. there's been many games like that um, Sweaty 
Swessy won in the 93rd minute. Um, you know, that's a point, you know, two point, um, you know, drop there. Um, so it's just, if I was to go back through my fixtures and look at the results, they're going to be quite close, I think, with the exception of the ones that I did get completely hammered. Um, you know, uh, Aaron, I think, gave I think... me a hammering. Um, there's a few others that gave me a hammering. but I think it's fair to say we've had some mental games in Division 1. <laughs> and, and also, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think you're, you're definitely a part of that. I think, again, yeah. just looking. So you scored the third most goals in the entire division, mm. but got relegated because you conceded the second worst amount. Yeah. So, and that just spells, you know, you, you scored 86 yeah. in 22 games, you know, and you and you conceded 101. That's just, that's mental. Mm. That's absolutely mental, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Yeah, um, I mean, personally, I think we should bring back eFootball. Um, we should have a, a breakaway. God, not on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Breakaway uh, eFootball <laughs> league. <laughs> no, um, I mean, look. As you say, they've made changes to the games. It made it more end-to-end and keepers, you know, floppy hands. Um, Mm. But, yeah, no, it's not been a good season and I ultimately deserve to go down. No more more than that. Yeah, I mean, again, I think it's it's been... A very strange season. I mean, again, a couple of standouts for me. Um, you know, obviously, Sweaty has bowed out this season. He had a really strong finish to the season, finishing fourth. Um, <clears throat> for me, looking at his squad on a financial level and also on a fairness level, if someone comes in and gets that squad, for me, it should be there should be some alterations made to it. I think anybody coming into Division One, unless not at Division One level, then of course give them that squad. But that's a very very powerful squad, but expensive uh, as well. Um, so it would be would be quite a, an interesting one to see. Um, in the theme of some crazy results, I mean you've got Mika who finished ninth. He beat Aaron eleven <laughs> nil in 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 the third to last um, last game. So it was just in, insane really. Um, myself, I mean again, you know I, I scored the the I guess the fourth most goals in the division or third most fourth most sorry goals in the division but conceded the fourth most goals as well and and i finished third um which which says it all as you said about you know i've only got a plus six goal difference and finished third which is just you know not not good at all um rhino again obviously i know you 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 maybe don't take as much interest in division one um but but looking up at the league there anybody you want to pick out for a bit of um, a bit of praise or a bit of um a bit of saltiness based on where they finished or a bit of banter. Let me bring yeah, up the, the Division One table. I thought I'd finish for a minute, Jam. Oh, um, do we do we not matter to you up here? You know, my mate Sweaty, my mate, my mate Sweaty. Look at his goals for and goals against. Mm. Almost identical to Berger, um, but ten points less. Really, this can be fine margins in a lot of these games. I just, um, I just want to say uh, I love Riverman. I think he he adds a lot to the site. He's good fun. Sick to bloody death of him. Kept saying about it. I haven't won. I haven't won. Oh, <laughs> shut your. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so I'm glad he got a couple of wins at the end because uh, that shut him up a little bit. But um, I think there's a lot of players, you know, not playing much FIFA because they don't like the yes. game, which which yep. changes the whole dynamic. And I don't get it because I'm. Enjoy- I don't think he's any different from any other FIFA personally. There's mm. there's flaws and, and whatever. And um, yeah, but I think that makes a big big change to the. The whole dynamic. Great to see Jeff in seven. I like Jeff. He does well, and uh, he had a good um, he had a good season by the looks of it. 
Mm. I mean, yeah, Dio, that's the one, isn't it? I think out of all the Division One managers, Jeff coming up out of um, you know finishing second to an amazing season, both from him and Sofa last season in Division Two. Uh, you know, I think they blitzed the league with with not like a ridiculous amount of points. Um, you know, for him to come up and and you know, everybody in in the previews for Division One tipped him to go straight back down with River, and and you know, he managed to finish comfortably mid table, which is is phenomenal, really. Oh, Dio, you there? Oh, hello. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeff would have been, would probably be my pick for manager of the season in Division One anyway, because he's done incredible to stay out there with the with the big boys. And um, yeah, Riverman. See you later. You know, most annoying person <laughs> to play. It's like shame he didn't stay long, Philip. But there you go. I'll regret that at some point. But you know, oh, who cares? if you get if you get promoted now into Division Two. And yeah, uh, and you're and he gets really well, he's really good. Your first match days against River, that'd be fantastic. Right, if it happens, Mark, Mark, make it happen, Marcus. If it if it happens, Eagles lost the Super Bowl. That's all that care, all that matters. Interesting. Uh, interestingly enough, obviously Berger, I played your your other half top cat in, in my final games. Um, he likes the LBY button, doesn't he? He does. Very very interesting. Yeah, yeah my best man. Like my best man. Yeah, played like River as well, um, but no. Look, at the end of the day, it is it is what it is. It's um, it's been a, it's been a good season. I think, and like you said, right now, I think we all we all like to have a whinge, we all like to have a moan, but ultimately, you know, this site is is fantastic, and and you know, it, it's the the sort of the, the community aspect, the transfers, the the interactivity between everybody that that makes it great. And whether you finish third or whether you get relegated like Ash to Division Two. It, you know, it, it's it's one of those things. Um, it's it, it's still it's still all good fun. Um, in terms of the, uh, the the playoff between the the relegation for for Sean and obviously <laughs> and the chance of Morris and uh, Charlino coming up, uh, Berger, if we can have a manager of the season and and the person who's going to come up out of uh, or stay up out of those three, please. Uh, Jeff, manager of the season uh, for a cup win and staying up. Yeah. Uh, on a mention to Tom with the worst squad. And another cup competition. Um, staying up, uh, I, I think Morris will win the playoff um, and come into this league and have another dreadful season, like did two seasons ago. <laughs> so yeah, I'll tip for Morris, um, and uh, manager of the season will be Jeff. Okay, Ash, what do you think? Yeah, Jeff for manager of the season. Um, as Berger's just said, you know, he's won a cup. He's done really, really well. And I think a lot of people had him to go down at the start of the season in the uh, preview, Fred. Um, so to stay up in this division is an incredible job. Um, and out of Sean and I think it will be Morris, uh, barring something truly dramatic. Um, I think Morris is going to come up. Um, I, I think Sean uh, will be joining me and River in uh, Division 2 next season. Rhino, what do you think? I think that um, Sean is going to take inspiration from his uh, his countrymen <laughs> and do the business. Uh, he ain't he ain't losing to no Yorkie uh, in that playoff uh, in the playoffs. So I think uh, Sean will stay up. Um, toss up between Jeff and Berger. Really, uh, you've all gone for Jeff, so I'll give Berger some credit. Um, winning this two years in a row is brilliant. So uh, manager of the season for him, and and he's won it by eight points. Guys, we we talked about how close it was. It wasn't really. I think Berger did well. Mm. Dio, 
yeah, like I said earlier, Jeff and me just for staying up there. And um, to go up, I'm just going to um, go with the wild card of Charlinio. Yeah, why not? Unless, I think, again, he, what, he's, why he's, not? he's had a good season, yeah. Why not? He's a tricky bugger to play. Whenever I've played him, he just, like, humiliated me with all his tricks and shit. But, <laughs> you know, good luck to him. And, uh, yeah, he's my tip to go up. Um, yeah, for, for me, I think again I'm echoing that the, the consensus really. You know, um, I think it'll be Morris that comes up, and I think it'll be um, uh, Jeff for manager of the season. I can't look past him. Um, you know, phenomenal to finish seventh, like Berger said. Not just with um, I, I know Jeff's got a decent squad, uh, but some of the squads and the players that are below him, you'd imagine are not only better but would probably finish higher based on the season preview. So he's he's done phenomenally well. Um and yeah, I think Morris has got the quality to, to beat Sean. It's just obviously he's got to get past Charlinho first. So we will see. Um right, well just before we wrap up boys, it'd be remiss of me not to read out one of the other questions that we had. Um it, more, more pertaining to what Rhino mentioned about some people complaining about gameplay, complaining about the inconsistency of the game and also a little bit of sportsmanship as well. Um this this question I'll, I'll read it verbatim. Um, so, what, what are your thoughts on the circulating rumours about the formation of a new breakaway league for players who do not constantly score the same goal from two yards out? Um, for me, I think this is um, it's, it's an interesting one. I think we recently had a target in the head-to-head um, on the target tracker, which was just to have an XG of three or above, which is relatively straightforward if you play football you know and sort of and you know you you play fifa in a way that gives you the best chance to score a goal at the end of the day if you're doing a rhino from two seasons ago and shooting for 40 yards you know as soon as you get in in on goal you you know your shots might look good but you're not going to score goals at the end of the day or not as many as you could if you make you, you know you work at high xg chance um so right right now i'll give you a right to respond on that first of all um you know, what do you make of that question? I mean, are you, are you finding that you, you, you're seeing the same thing, or I, I don't understand the question, Jan. Can you explain it? What do you mean the same goal from two yards out? So, so the, the person in question, I think they're trying to say that essentially they um, they score some bangers, they score some different goals, they score volleys, they score headers, they score from outside the area. I think the person is trying to get at that FIFA's become this league has become. I think the quote I can actually quote them. I think from the shout box not long ago, saying that it's become very foot like and and players are playing very much percentage football. So you know that they're working well, chances to to basically ensure that they score a goal, which is part of the game for me. So I don't quite get it myself. But no, Jam, this is this is a competitive league, mm. you know. So people are going to do what they can to win the game. I mean, it's nonsense. I I, I really don't understand the question it's it's mm. yeah it's a competitive league you have to do you know what what it what you can to win the game without spamming the hell out of something and i don't think yeah. there's anybody you know maybe one or two people but but yeah. it's, it's a competitive game it's going to be foot like isn't it you know mm. um so I, I yeah i don't i don't really get it and um to, to, to answer your question about me uh, i i do shoot from i don't <laughs> I, i'd rather have a chance have a shot than get tackled because <laughs> the amount of times when I try and pass the ball uh, in the in the box, I get tackled and, and and if I don't get a shot away, it frustrates me. So I I do quite often. Um, that is my downfall. I don't score enough goals with the number of shots I have. Okay, Ash, what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, 
I, I think I could somewhat understand the question. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Rhino's just said, you know, it's, it is a, you know, you want to win the game, you want to, um, you want to do it respectably. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, it, ultimately, this is not Ultimate Team. Um, you know, I, I like to think that everyone on the site is respectable when it comes to FIFA games. Um, you play how you, you know, I mean, everyone has their own way of playing. I mean, some people will look for opportunities in the box. Some people will have shots from, you know, outside the box, which on this current version of FIFA at this current stage, who knows? It's probably the best option. Um, yeah, I mean, it's each to their own, isn't it? I mean, look, I... I'm now sort of, you know, if you've worked a good goal, that's fine. I mean, there were certain goals that used to upset me, um, you know, especially when certain people would uh, would take advantage of it. But now, you know, if you've worked the ball into a good spot, you know, if, whether that's in the box or you have got a player that can do those sort of long-range shots and um, put them in, then fair play. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say otherwise. I think it's good to mix and match, um, and ultimately you can play how you want. Mm. Within respect, within respect. Um, yeah, uh, well, everyone just finds their own way and style of playing the game, and more often than not, that's what they stick to. I, I try and create good goals, and sometimes I'll probably dither a little too long trying to score those uh, tricky goals in the box. But every time I try and take a shot from outside the box, it either gets blocked or it ends up in the stadium somewhere else uh, I know it's just people find their own way to play the game and uh, a lot of people don't like how some people play but you know it, it is what it is people just play to win to an extent hmm. and Berger what about yourself I'd love to know what this breakaway league is <laughs> um, I think it's obviously just I think it's essentially is it tongue and cheek yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. think it's a load of rubbish if yeah. you're asking me. Um, you we play were. to, you play to win. Um, if people want to go down the route of scoring a crappy goal that's, i.e., from like a corner or can, and it's an easy chance, go ahead. Yes, it's frustrating, but they want to do that. They do that. You know, it's not going to affect me. Um, just. You just play your own game, score your own, score how you want to score, um, and don't let people affect you. <laughs> That's Jan, fair enough. Are you, are you gonna are you gonna call out the person who sent the question in? I mean, I, there's no again. It, it, I, I think it's it's fine. I mean, it was Joby that sent the question. I think it was for me. I think. I've, I've seen, you know, a couple of comments from him saying about, you know, the, the league's getting very foot-like, and I think that's where, in the sign-up thread, I think he said it had become very foot-like, but I'm back in, you know, because he's got the ball and he wants to play the leagues, which is, is great. Um, and again, I, I can't... It's that weird thing, isn't it? I can't really deny what he's saying is true, because it absolutely is. Uh, you know, it, it's going to... This next thing's going to make me sound incredibly bitter, but honestly, I'm not. And, and I said to him, well played, last uh, whenever we played a couple of nights ago. But when I played Top Cat, you know, I joked obviously about the LBY burger, but literally every chance it was LBY off off Becker goes, you know, he streaks down and, 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 and he just takes a shot and it goes in. And for me, you know, Payne, for example, Rhino and, and Dio, you guys are well aware of, of the, the sort of tantrums he's had about the chip shot target, you know, things like that. And it's like, and obviously Satie had the same and Wizfox. And I just think, come on guys, like at the end of the day, look, if you, if you find something in the game that works for you, Providing you are not literally hammering it 
all of the time so it just becomes rinse repeat rinse repeat and it's you know it's it's a clear exploit then i think you know i don't know i my opinion of it is you know score a goal how you want to score a goal as long as it's all in good spirits and you know you're not sort of taking the piss then then it's all fine if someone's you know not being very nice or you know being unnecessarily you know heavy on the banter let's say then that's where i draw the line and think you know look, there's no need for that um you know you know shake hands at the end verbally at least and say yeah fair play well played you beat me fair and square or, or whatever don't don't get too you know downbeat on, on on the result at the end of the day which is not easy because like you said rhino it's a competitive league and we all want to win you know that's what we're here for at the end of the day we, we, we want to take part we get we get pride from winning so you know it's it's a tough one um but look we, we will uh we we're going to leave it there boys because we have overran massively if you're still listening to this fair play because we have we have gone over um and my voice is getting hoarse it's not good um but look episode 99 wrapped thank you so much uh the three of you for coming on obviously ash of course thank you so much for coming on as well um rhino if you want to sort of say anything just to, to wrap up uh no thank you very much guys i think um i think it's worked quite well um with uh with the extra guest i think uh mm. i think it's yeah there's nothing wrong with a little bit of a longer longer podcast get you know, it's a season review, isn't it, really? So, yeah, great. Thanks for having me on. And uh, good luck for the for the 100th one. Yeah, no problem. Dio, thank you so much for coming on for your debut. Did you enjoy No worries. It? Yeah, yeah. I'll um, probably be able to attend a few more as well as um, as my life cycle is turned on its head, so to speak. So, yeah, um, as long as I'm free, I'll be up for more podcasts for sure. Fantastic. Uh, Black Country Big Back, thank you very oh, much keep... for coming on. As always. Uh, um yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, like always, it's been a pleasure. And uh, look forward to the hundredth one, which is the next one. Yes, Ash. Obviously, talking to the hundred one. So your your house or mine? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Riverman's so probably. Riverman. Don't tell Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Rhino's probably about in between us, so we'll be all right. <laughs> No, look, we, we will, of course, Ash. You know, we'll we'll, we'll talk over the coming coming weeks uh, with with Marcus, and and we'll probably put in a post out, you know, to ask for some ideas on what we should be doing to celebrate the the centenary episode. Um, you know, all jokes aside, and to you know, be a bit self um, self uh, what narcissistic, maybe I don't know if that's quite the correct term, but you know, to get to a hundred episodes in 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 what is ultimately a leisure leisure FIFA league of a podcast that comes out every two weeks and and sometimes has the odd gap. Is is fantastic longevity and um, and all credit to you, yeah, Ash, well, for, for for pressing the buttons all, yeah, all the way. Back. June twenty eighteen was our first episode. Mm. So and and, uh, and fair play to uh, I, I I highly doubt he's listening. But I think it was the original concept was was me, you, Marcus, and and, and Jay Lizzle. If anyone remembers him, oh, um, oh he's from Japan, isn't he? <laughs> the, the Japanese, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, thank you so much, mate, again for pushing the buttons all the way up to episode ninety nine. Makes it sound like we get ready for episode one hundred. We're not. You, you can stay on. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we'll uh, boys. We will catch you on the next one. Um, and uh, yeah, any, any ideas, please please chuck them over to us. But yeah, thank you, and we'll, we'll see you soon.